They just assess the needs of the community and they say, let's go. I really tried to hit that home in the film at the end so you get it because you are following the man. But his whole life was shaped by a Vietnamese woman. You know, he didn't even know it. So that's kind of the stories that we bring to light. Hey, it's Julie with It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly, where we highlight voices of leaders in every aspect of the nail industry to share with you career guidance, growth hacks, and hilarious stories. Whether you're a licensed nail pro or a nail enthusiast, there's room for all of us to build fulfilling careers, so stick around to learn and laugh. Welcome back to another episode of It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly. And today, me and Jess are going to talk about the documentary Nailed It. I'm really excited. I'm very excited. I watched it last night. (laughs) It's fresh in my brain. I have so many thoughts and feelings and opinions on it. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, so this was created by Adele Pham, and it is all about the Vietnamese culture in nails and their journey on how they became so immersed in the nail industry. So let's just talk a little bit about what the film's about first off, and then we might we might hear some things from, from Adele throughout. So It's like a braided episode. Yeah. So this documentary follows the whole journey of the Vietnamese culture in nails. And it starts out by following somebody named Kelvin St. Pham. And he's a nail tech. He was actually a technical engineer and he was laid off. And um, because of his family, he decided to get into nails. And we'll get into the whole background on on how the Vietnamese got into the nail industry and how that all came to be. But Kelvin is, I mean, you could just tell from watching the documentary how passionate he is about mm-hmm. what he does he runs his own salon he helps out his sisters he travels the world educating and he's a sales representative but you also see a scene on how close he is with his clients that was one of my favorite parts in the whole documentary because i thought that like you know you and i have done nails for so long and we know what it's like to really establish personal relationships with people like we've been in people's homes like around their babies and even in a salon like he was talking about you know he had one woman what for he had a picture of the two of them for like 20 like yeah. from 20 years ago and it was so cute so because cute. they were like yeah you get They're so like close and he said she's come every two weeks for 20 years and i got choked up at one point where he pulls out like a funeral what program? Yeah, I was about to say pamphlet. Yeah, it was like a funeral pamphlet. <laughs> he pulls out a funeral program, and he literally says, "I can't talk about yeah, this." Yeah, he was in tears. Yeah, because we get so close, and he seems like he just cares so much. He's such an angel. I liked watching yeah. him; like he genuinely cares. And I think to me that stuck out so much because when we think of the stereotypical Vietnamese nail salons, we think of those like quick in and out places. And are you really? creating relationships with you know your clients and stuff so but yeah so the story is all about it starts with just 20 women from vietnam vietnamese refugees from the vietnam war and adele tells this story so well she really dug into it i mean she went and interviewed everyone from start to finish Mm -hmm. from this entire journey what do you think like her inspiration was for making the documentary now because she talked about how her family had a history and I think it was it was at the beginning right where they were talking about how there was one guy that they interviewed that said that I think his mom worked in a shop and said his words where he said if you're Vietnamese you are literally one degree away from someone who owns a nail shop and she she talked about yeah like you know my family's in the industry too and like do you know like what sparked her to do it like I'm gonna make the documentary now 
Yeah, actually, let's hear it from her. I mean, being a Vietnamese-American person, so always having that knowledge in the back of my head and be a, being a documentary filmmaker, looking for narratives. And I mean, honestly, reality is stranger than fiction sometimes. And there are certain many generations of the nail salon industry. So we get into that too, the different influences, the different women predominantly that came together and men. You see, it's a journey. I really have to meet Kelvin St. Pham. I mean, he is the main character of the first half of the film because he is my entree into this group of people. He's been demoing, repping all the different nail products for over 25 years now. I mean, he's kind of retired from that right now. But he's a filmmaker, too. He's crazy. He's saying, hey, that's the, per- that's the first person I meet after I meet Kim Pham. is the same last name as me. She's like, go meet Kelvin St. Pham. That's the... That's the ticket. That's the keyhole into this world. There's something deeper about understanding where this particular group of Asian people came from and why. And I started with a lot of propaganda, let's say, about the Asian nail salon. So I jump right into it. And that's important to me. This story needs to be told from inside the group of people that it's depicted. It's important that I'm taking you on this journey. It's important that I build these relationships with people in the film and understand about where I come from more. And it isn't complete naivete, but it's sort of a, a resistance to be typified as a nail salon Asian in a way. So the story is that, you know, in 1975, Vietnam fell to war. And all of these refugees came over, but they didn't know what to do. All the men were injured from everything. It was really hard to support your family. They were Mm -hmm. struggling quite a bit. And that's where Tippi Hedren comes into play. I could not believe that she got Tippi for this documentary. I am a very, like... I'm a very big, like, old... Yeah, like, (laughs) old movie person. And I, like... I was, you know, like we all know the story of Tippy. I remember someone told me that story. It was a guy that came into the salon that I was working and he's like, I thought he was about to say something. He was a white guy. So I thought he was about to say something incredibly racist, like make like a terrible joke. And he said, well, you know why so many Vietnamese people do nails? And I was like, why? You know, because it's just like when, and he said, Tippy Hedren. And I said, wait, what? And he told me the story. And I said, that's so interesting. And I didn't believe him. And I Googled and it. you saw this documentary. Exactly, right? <laughs> and I Googled it. And I said, that's fascinating. And I remember you saying, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm interviewing like Adele. And it was like so great in her documentary. And I said, uh, and you said she goes into the history. And I said, oh, I, I love that story because I love Tippy. And you said, you corrected me. And you said, well, it wasn't just Tippy. It was also Dusty. It was her nail yeah, tech that her did manicurist. it. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of caught myself because it's just like, well, yeah, she absolutely said that, but her manicurist was the one that taught them. So we, sh- yeah, she needs equal credit. Yeah, it started with just 20 women mm-hmm. and Dusty taught them how to do it and it just blew up into this whole thing. But, you know, I think Adele, when I chatted with her, she really just wanted to give Dusty her time because mm-hmm. she is really the reason for this. I mean, you know, Tippy had the connections and like, ma- you know, she's a huge activist and she's amazing, mm-hmm. but it was really, it was really Dusty who, who kind of started the game. So yeah. let's hear what Adele has to say about that. It's really Dusty Coots, her manicurist that changed their lives, but Tippy turned the wheel. You know, she was 
driving the ship. And we've always had like a passion for celebrity. She's a, you know, an iconic actress because of a lot of different things. And she did these USO shows in Vietnam. You know, she might be pregnant. I'll always be grateful to Tiffany. We all, we're all grateful to Tiffany Hedren. And then we also see how, you know, we can't give people their roses in time, it seems like. And for Dusty, it never mattered a ton to her, but it did too, because with the introduction of Vietnamese nail salons changed the industry that was well-paid industry for a single mom back in the 60s, 70s. One of the big things in this documentary is, you know, following the story of Mantrap, mm-hmm. which is, I think, the first salon chain, like, yeah. ever. Yeah. And it was started by Olivet and Charlie, who's a black woman and a Vietnamese woman. Mm-hmm. And they were a duo. They were killing it. I mean, Olivet was doing hair. Charlie was doing nails. Mm-hmm. And they changed the game. And this was before a huge explosion of the Vietnamese community in the nail industry. Mm-hmm. And they were killing it. Oh, my. I love those two. I think that they were one of my favorite parts of the documentary. You can tell that they were best friends and business partners. And they're like they're like sisters now, the yeah. way that they were talking. And all the old throwback pictures of all the girls doing hair with the super long nails. And I loved so much how they brought up the point where they were talking about like all the Vietnamese customers that they would have. And then they were saying like all the black customers that would come in and they said, we owe intricate nail art to black women and the black community. And I thought that was such a big solid point that we need to make because all of those pictures and that's what they were saying both of them they were like no all of these women would come in and they would say i love they said they invented the snakeskin manicure yeah which i thought was really cool because do you remember that 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 hasn't left no still here no it's still i mean now it's not well some people use real snakeskin (laughs) i remember i used to work for someone who was vietnamese and her mom came in and that's what she said she was like people use real snakeskin i said no they didn't she goes no they didn't (laughs) back in the day yeah, no, I think it was incredible to see these two cultures really bring, I mean, they they founded the nail industry to what it is now. Mm-hmm. So I love um, that it was called Mantrap. Yeah. And they were like, we wanted that like comic book, like With superhero web, vibe. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Their logo so good. is so good. You have to see that part. God, I could, how fun would it be to go back in time and just like hang out yeah. like at that shop? You know, that was like loud and fun and Oh, I can't imagine. Just a community-driven place. But yeah, let's hear what Adele has to say about that. And that's where all of that's different. And to me, I hold her in the same regard as Dusty and Tippy because she was a Black woman who had a genuine, authentic friendship with Charlie in the late 70s. Because the Vietnamese salons wouldn't have survived without their Black female customers or all of that. And Charlie pioneering that space and said, you know, they weren't trying to capitalize enough off of it either. You know, they didn't franchise that. There's a million, there was at one time a lot of man traps. Now there's more nail traps. That's the country because Vietnamese people look and copy, you know, and then they listen. It's not always all good, but they do get together because they still have those familial connections from escaping the Vietnam War or not, you know, and it's, there's a lot going on. Right. And P- Americans are fascinated with that fascinated with that as they should be a huge part of the downside of Vietnamese nail community is all the stereotypes and the judgment they get mm-hmm. and you know when I was talking to Adele she was just she was really adamant about letting us know that 
the Vietnamese nail community never judged anyone. No. You know, and especially Kelvin. So I, I'd love to let her talk about her experience with that. Judging anybody is going to be harmful. If it's hard, if it's a harsh judgment and you're not willing to have that conversation. But you see Kelvin, you see all these people in the film that like, man, did not judge a book by its cover. And we need to give back. You know, we need to have more collaborations like the trap. Why has that not happened again? As you know, this podcast is sponsored by Orly, but what you might not know is that Orly Plus is the educational platform made just for professionals that Orly recently launched. On Orly Plus, you can access free on-demand courses to master your skills, and that's available worldwide. If you are based in the U.S. or Canada, you also have access to the Orly Plus online shop, where professionals get 50% off retail on all Orly product. And this one is for you, it's a nail thing listeners who are licensed nail professionals. Get 20% off on your first order when you sign up on Orly Plus. Just head on over to orly.plus on your browser, O-R-L-Y dot P-L-U-S, and sign up if you are a licensed nail professional and use the code NAILPOD20, N-A-I-L-P-O-D, two zero, and you'll get 20% off your first order. I remember when the Angela Johnson bit circulated, <laughs> uh, they talked about how it was one of the first viral videos. And I'll never forget one of my coworkers coming up to me and like showing me like she was just like, this is, you know, here's the clip. It's a viral clip of Angela Johnson. I think we've all seen it, especially people in the nail industry. We've all seen it. She goes up there. I'm not about to do the bit or the voice, but she goes up there and she does an impression of herself going to a nail salon, getting a manicure by a woman who speaks English with an accent and offers services, asks her if she has a boyfriend. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's incredibly racist and hurtful and is beating a stereotype over everybody's heads. This came out, I remember seeing it for the first time in 2010. We're now, it's 13 years later. And that kind of comedy was more accepted back then. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things that I loved that Adele did, Adele is sneaky (laughs) and I loved it. Julie, I side texted you while I was watching it. I loved that she brought Angela Johnson in. She did. And she's in the Nailed It documentary. Mm-hmm, and she's sitting there and she she's getting her nails done. So she's locked in and Calvin is, I believe it's Calvin, is sitting right next to her and explaining to her in such a sweet, thoughtful way. And I noticed his body language. He's crouching down and he's being, he's kind of gentle parenting her. And uh, to use a 2023 word, he's sitting there and he's talking to her and he's like, you know, this is incredibly hurtful and this is really terrible. And he's explaining it to her. Angela Johnson is locked in this seat. Adele is a genius for trapping her, having her listen to this. And Angela Johnson had the opportunity to say what I did was wrong, what I did was hurtful. This is terrible. Or acknowledge the impact it had. Yes. Like, even if that wasn't your intention by any means, like, we know that wasn't her intention. Yes. She was trying to do something funny and, like... We've all made jokes in the course of our lives that, looking back, make us full-body cringe. I'll, I'll take responsibility. I know I have. I'm sure people listening to this have. You know, millennials grew up with the South Park generation. We did. You know, we all, we all made terrible jokes. That being said, we learn. You know, I would never make a joke now that I, would make, I made in middle school in, you know, the late 90s. But 
she 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 stuck to her guns and she dug her heels in and she quoted it. She did the voice at him and she said, "Well, and the thing that really stuck with me, she said, is it mean or is it the truth stinging a little bit because everything that I said have has been said to me while I was getting my nails done and she quoted her own material, her own bit to him with the accent and it was vile. Yeah, to be honest. so it was insensitive. Disgusting. And I like I I love female comedians, and of I was course. so excited when she came out because there wasn't a lot of female comedians exactly. that were doing big things back then, mm-hmm. or that got into you know the bigger side of the industry. But like now, seeing her in this documentary, I'm like, I can't believe how insensitive you are. So insensitive, <laughs> and I think that there's a way to talk about the the female experience of going to a nail salon and getting your nails done, yeah. and not. Like, listen, I'll speak from, I've been doing comedy for 15, 20 years. I'll speak from that aspect. You don't need to make fun of people. Like you don't, there's a way to tease people to be like, it's funny. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I can't think of anything, (laughs) but I think there's a way to talk about the experience of getting your nails done without being racist or belittling. And I think that's what it was. And yelling about how funny I am because this is so true because this happened to me and everyone else should take a step back. You know, why don't you make fun of yourself? Why don't you talk about like, oh, my calluses were so bad or, you know, turn it on, make fun of yourself. Don't make fun of the person because they talk about, I think Adele really touched on the fact that like she grew up being embarrassed. A few Vietnamese people mentioned that, that it's embarrassing, not embarrassing, but people treat them like it's an embarrassing profession. Yeah. At one point in the documentary, she actually says, I never wanted to be that type of Asian. And like that hurt my heart. I'm like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. But that's what we put on them, you know? Yeah. And that's, ex- you completely nailed it. That's what we put on them. Calvin brought up in the documentary, it was so, he put it way more eloquently than I'm about to, but he said, these immigrants came over and they started these successful businesses where they're hustling and they're working, they're working so hard yeah. and they're, you know, just doing it and making a ama- like so much money and drive. What did he you say? You're driving a Mercedes and like all this stuff. And people think that you're a peasant because you're scrubbing people's feet. And then he said, Jesus was the first pedicure. So you're better than Jesus. And I was like, fair point. (laughs) Yes. I know. And all the refugee stories were just insane to hear. And I was talking to Adele and she was mentioning that it wasn't just the U.S. that had this refugee population increase. And it wasn't just the U.S. that had a Vietnamese nail community. I'd like you to hear what she had to say about that. You know, everybody has an escape story, a refugee, an immigrant story. And it's fascinating. It'll, oh, the Vietnam War will always be fascinating. Man, even in Germany, Vietnamese nail salons are everywhere across the globe. That is the other series I want to do too, you know? No way. And all that. Oh yeah, girl, I got footage for days. Well, all Because the Vietnamese diaspora, the refugee diaspora, and then how that's changing from 1975 through the 80s. I mean, then they become almost like communist sister state refugees in a way immigrants in a way you get the czech republic and even east berlin that's where the vietnamese people live it was rough for them one of the things that really hits home is just this insane amount of integrity and courage these women had to not just support themselves and their families but to really help each other it's it's a huge family business mm-hmm. and vietnamese women they did it all 
Dusty helped get them into that trade, but they exploded the industry. They figured out how to make it lucrative for them. They figured out how to make it competitive. Um, and I just, it's an incredible what they, what they've done. They even lobbied with state board to yeah. change the California test yeah. it, to put it in Vietnamese. And I thought that was incredible. And it was something like as an American that has only lived in the United States, yeah. I never, of course right? you would need it in multiple languages. And they did that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's an incredible documentary. You should definitely check it out. You can see it for free on Tubi. Um, and enough from two little white girls talking about it. Let's <laughs> finish it off with Adele Femme talking about her documentary. I don't want to say Vietnamese people are smart because that's the thing. It's women, too. They just assess the needs of the community and they say, let's go. So and a women too. I don't. I really tried to hit that home in the film at the end, so you get it because you are following Kelvin. He's a man, you know, but his whole life was shaped by Vietnamese woman. All of that, you know, he didn't even know it. So that's kind of the stories that we bring to light. Thanks so much for tuning in to It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly. It was great hearing Adele's journey on how she created the documentary Nailed It. If you haven't seen it yet, I really urge you to check it out at nailedittoc.com. And you can watch it for free on Tubi. The story of the Vietnamese nail industry is something everybody should be educated on, and Adele did an incredible job on it. And an extra thank you to Jess Alexander for hosting this episode with me. Don't forget to follow Orly on all socials and also at Orly Plus on Instagram. And make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so don't be shy to leave us a review. A big thank you to Phonogenic Studios for killing it with the audio during this interview. We will be back next week with another episode and another great guest. If you want to suggest somebody we should interview, email us at podcast at orlybeauty.com. 